Kubi gang, Kubi gang. Welcome to the new week. And I'm TJ. We have Mr. Lee and we have our new guest today, Mr. Ja. What's up? It's TJ. It's TJ. I yeah. thought DJ. Yeah, mm. everybody think it's a DJ. He so thinks he's DJ. DJ when he gets on the Spotify. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Gotcha. Thanks for having me, guys. Oh, you're more than welcome. It's an absolute pleasure to have you. And thank you for uh, coming here in the rain. Well, normally, I would never do a podcast. Really? Like this. Never. Never, 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 ever. Until, um, I would say, a few months ago, I, I started to shift and I started to notice that um, I have this... I had this excuse in my mind that because I'm, I'm brainwashed by the, all those books, all those success books and all those motivational speeches. Mm. I, I'm brainwashed because that's been the only thing I've known for, for years. What you've put in. Yeah. And you hear things about like, leave a legacy. Yeah. Right. And uh, what are people going to say on your grave? Like, wh what, what is their speech? How, how does it sound like? What was he like? And I noticed that no one is going to talk about your bank account. No. No. Um, all those people, the followers that you have, no one is going to show up on your funeral. Nope, no one. Um, it's all about the small interactions that you have throughout the day, yeah. like the the actual things. And Instagram, Instagram, and social media gives you the sense of like, oh, people care mm -hmm. about you, or you care about them because they follow your stories, and they every follower feels like, oh, they're interacting with you. But it's not true. It's not. It's like one too many. It's not personal. Yeah, and. I realized that, hey, those small interactions with people in real life, if we would keep on connecting and we, and we build this bond together, those people are your legacy. Yeah. Those are the people that show up on the funeral and give those speeches. And how were you there with them? Like, what did you leave behind to those people? Did you leave a, a message, an insight? Uh, did you change their life in some way? Did you help when they needed it the most? And I realized that that is the legacy. Yeah. It's not the social media. No one is going to stay there. Oh, he had a million followers and he had uh, 200 grand in his bank. Like, no one cares. I mean, like when we had met you and then we went home after recording. Sometimes, and I don't know whether I'm just getting too Ubudian now, but uh, <laughs> sometimes you're kind of like, is the universe putting these people in, in, in your path or whatever? But we went home and you do have these doubts sometimes. You're like, we overthink. There's no other way about it. And even with content, when you're putting it out, you overthink it. Sometimes you do sit there and it's like, are we good enough? Are we doing whatever? And then you meet somebody like that and you get this like burst of energy when you go home and it's like, oh, hold on. Right. Maybe we are doing something. And you, it gives you that little bit just when you need it to keep going. Yeah. And like, yeah. again, we'll always be consistent, but. Yeah. And so, and, and which is weird. It's like, I believe God always um, comes true after you are done with it. Like there's this breaking point and God never shows up here like before that you're still good. Like, hey, I need some motivation. Okay, here it is. No, it's always after when you're like, I'm done with this. I'm going to quit this now. And the moment you say you're going to quit it, then something comes on your path. When and you it says like, struggle. keep on going. Yeah. Imagine Not you have, um, you do this for a year and you get like 100 views. Like it, it just blows. Would you be fulfilled? Would I be fulfilled? Uh, I w would be fulfilled if people... Like took something from it, yeah. Money, not really, no. I mean, I can go back to my old job, mm -hmm. but if but let's was, say no one watches it, would you be fulfilled? Uh, in myself, I would, yeah, because I would stand back and I'd say, Do you know what, you tried that, and you said you were going to be consistent. You were consistent for a whole year, yeah. So fair play. That's and good. then in your mind, then I don't know. You kind of feel that you've you've grown or you've leveled up, and you'd say, I know I can put my mind to it, right? Maybe. That is not my, your true skill is not there. It's somewhere else. But yeah. once you know you have that consistency, yeah. I mean, you can really. That's the W already. Yeah, that's great. That's a win. 
Yeah, say what we want to do. It doesn't matter. Like at this point, we're trying this. We're happy doing this. Yeah. If we go broke, we go broke. It doesn't matter. At the end of the day, uh, we're trying it. The, the, the main thing is we're trying it. We should be consistent doing what we're doing. If it gets successful, it should be get successful naturally. I mean, you can promote as much as you want, but it doesn't matter. People should look at it, you know. Mm. So if it has to happen, it will happen naturally. Like we met, like we, he and me met, like everything is happened naturally. Mm-hmm. So I think success also should happen naturally yeah. instead of you trying to force it. I would say um, if you if if it gets zero views, but you had 52 guests sitting here mm-hmm. in this chair and you made them feel great and they they love talking to you and what you said before there's some weight that gets lifted off their shoulders mm-hmm. you helped 52 people that year yeah like actually in real life like it doesn't matter how many views it gets no and like i you mean you were there in the moment with them and that's that, a good point of view of looking at things it's already yeah. amazing yeah. yeah like we we're i i was also i was always so consumed by the results it's it's a measurement thing right you, you can measure uh those results by how much money you make and it's an endless chase man it will never stop and that's that's the thing we 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 think it's gonna stop okay if we if i can live from uh from the uh, of this podcast then i'll be super happy and this and that but life is so complex actually it gives you the full circle it gives you the shitty moments it gives you the great moments and it's seasons seasons yeah. in life and there will be a season that you struggle with this podcast there will be a season that this pl- podcast will might flourish yeah it's just seasons man and in the low seasons we don't see a way out and we're like oh we're stuck here forever and in the high seasons you think this is gonna last forever forever successful and life just teaches you or at least for me god teaches you yeah the fullness of life well i would say okay this is going to sound very controversial mm-hmm. i would say knowing a lot of successful people i think so this is just my guess i think most of them are very miserable in life i i would say so i would I agree would, yeah i would totally agree because i was there and now i'm like yeah. different i chose the path to be not too comfortable yeah yeah, yeah we speak from experience we're we're not like people who never had any money yeah, yeah, and yeah. say like oh so, you know yeah. uh, out of resentment or something no we we've experienced it ourselves we know that money is practical it's great it gives mm-hmm. you a lot of stability and i think it's it's great but it's not more than that i mean sometimes when you look at people that have more with the more becomes more stress and yeah, people yeah, that yeah, have yeah, less sure. it's less sure. <laughs> less stress so For me, money is not everything, and I mean, obviously, you can't do a whole pile of things without money. Do you enough money to survive and be happy? And that's pretty much how I would like to. I think the best thing life. that happened to me was losing money. Really? Yeah. I'd like to know that. Yeah. Yeah. Best thing that happened to me, to my, uh, to my heart, was losing some money, like losing, like. You know, crypto and everything. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I was looking at this morning. Yeah. That 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 taught me um, that there was more in life than just chasing money. And I'm good at chasing money, dude. I'm good at at creating a business. I'm very good at just having an idea and then sit down and within a week there's like a, a successful company. I we can do launches very easily with the um, whatever it is, every niche, everything with the internet content. Uh, selling digital products i can 
collab with people or I can do it myself. Like I can just boom. And there's like a hundred grand if I, if I want to. Damn. And uh, that skill is very dangerous because you keep on doing more of those. But mm-hmm. when is enough? Yeah. And it gives you so much dopamine and like excitement and you skill. But I feel like I'm doing this. I'm, I'm, I'm shooting for the stars and I'm crashing. I'm shooting for the stars and I'm crashing. Because those things are not sustainable to me in the long run. Like I don't, I feel there's so much more to life than just starting that specific business. And then after the launch, the excitement is gone. And then what are you going to do? Then I put a team on it and I start something else, which is so stressful. And the moment I started to lose money, um, my heart opened, which sounds very Ubudian again. <laughs> um, but I realized the thing that I said that I said about legacy. I realized at that moment, hey, I, I need to be with people, with community. I want to be here uh, serving in my church. I want to organize like house parties, like board games and, and fun gatherings in my house. Uh, I want to step, take a step back instead mm-hmm. of like just being obsessed with with money and business because when you're good at it you you tend to keep on want to do it and i and i will do it but now i'm deliberately taking a step back to focus on different aspects in life i want to work on my relationships i would i was terrible at relationships work on my health work on just my social circle yeah just work on those different areas as well and enjoying the ride, enjoying this roller coaster. Yeah. Do you feel more fulfilled now? That yeah, for sure. Step back? For sure. Yeah. And this is this is a dangerous and, and amazing mindset. What you said before, you said, hey, if we would go broke and lose everything, we would still be fine. And if you have that mentality, then nothing can actually stop you. You feel very fulfilled. Yeah, it, it, it's a scary thought. The only scary thought I would have is like, if you do go broke, then you do have to go home. And then it's kind of like the whole Bali sort of dream ends. But if that happens, you go home for a couple of months. Yeah. You work hard. Bali is going to be here again. Yeah. You come back and you go again. And yeah, there's there's nothing to fear. Like if you know, if you're, uh, yeah, if you can accept that going broke and it's never as dramatic as it seems. No. Like, yeah, going, going home, like that's still okay. Um, but I believe uh, in the Bible, it says like, God is taking care of the birds. God is taking care of like the flowers. They don't have to do anything. If he's taking care of the birds, why shouldn't he take care of you? Yeah, true. And he will. He will. Some of really good points when it, where you talked about like, like success and like God taking care of you. And like you said on the, your, one of the video, law of attraction and mm. grace of God. I think it is true. Sometimes he just wants you to struggle through and like to yeah. know real life and like want you to know it's not always about money. It's always, a, it's it's everything mixed together. You need to know what actual life is. I love that, what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. He's after your heart. Yeah. Not after your money, yeah. bank account, whatever. Because I'm like, at some point I was like only trying to make money. Like, yeah. Like, like you are. And like um, now it's like, I don't really care for money. I really don't care for money anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm like, for me, it's like I want best people in my life. Mm-hmm. I want good relationships. I want to eat nice food. I want to work out. I want to build myself every day. Nice. And I, th- I think that was that was the reason also, this one of the reason to help people if we can, like in a bit, yeah. be so happy. No? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's great, man. I, I look back now at... Uh, some more rough times and I'm so grateful for them now. Like I'm 
really glad that they happened. And at the time, it was the worst thing in the world. I was like, what was it? Like a breakup? Breakup. Yeah. 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 I was presumed that was it. It was game over. Wow. I was I was retired. I was getting the kids, getting the house, all this sort of crack. Yeah. And that finished. Uh, I'd actually come up in a previous episode, but um, it finished in the middle of COVID. And I was like, shit, what do I do now? That's everything gone. Mm-hmm. So I was... Your became, stability, the foundation, everything that you Yeah, kind of yeah. lost. To be honest, kind of lost my happiness, my drive. I didn't know what I was to do with myself. You kind of felt like, uh, what was, what's wrong with me? Was I not good enough? Did I fail? Mm. Um, and then became very deep in my head, somewhere that you never really wanted to go. Yeah. So I really got into training at the back of uh, my mom and dad's house. Luckily, there was a garage there training there six nights a week. Started doing therapy and stuff like that. And then one day I kind of just sort of clicked with me. I was like, why was I running away from this so long? I mean, it's not really that bad. I've overthought about being in my head and being happy with myself. It's kind of like, I've been carrying all this shit, like worries and all that stuff for so long. Whereas when I just spoke about it, it was kind of like, mm. right, there you go. There's no more like mask anymore. It's like, that's me. And then I was just seemed much happier myself. Wow. And then you'd meet people along the way and they'd say like, oh, I'm struggling, whatever. And you might say like, oh, do you ever feel like this? And they're like, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh yeah, I was there too. And then they yeah. open up a little bit and yeah. that's when you can kind of get the smile from yeah. from people and they're like, oh, thank you. It's like, I really yeah. don't care if I've made a lot of money. It's like that there during the week would make mean more to me than yeah. And yeah. having a decent paycheck. So, yeah. So, uh, like, is there any situation? Thanks for sharing, by the way. Oh, you're welcome. Beautiful. Is there any situations like that for you, um, like struggling through relationships? Uh, yeah, I just had had a breakup uh, several months ago as well. Sucks, right? Um, well, for me, yeah, it's it sucks. So, as I said, I was so focused on business and escaping. So, yeah, it it sucked less until. I started to like open more up about my relationships and then I felt like, oh, it actually hurts. It hurts to see someone um, moving on and oh yeah, I was just escaping from it because I was the one initiating it, mm. the breakup. So there's also this notion that if you initiate it, that it doesn't hurt you, yeah, yep. no, but it does. Good, yeah, yep. yeah you, you were just the one that took action on it. Um, but yeah, man, you know, uh, I think, uh, yeah, those low moments are the moments that you learn. When you win, you don't learn anything. You don't learn anything. For the next win. When you win, you're just chilling. Mm. There are no lessons there. Yeah. The lessons are when you're in the deep valleys and, and a breakup might get you there. You see people, when they break up, they go to the gym, they finally find a purpose or they do something. They work on themselves, which they didn't for years. Or when they lose money, they start to see, they, they start to discover like spiritual paths or find God or whatever. So... In the deep valleys are where you, where you learn the lessons and um, you have to take those lessons with you, internalize them because that keeps you grounded when you win. Because when you win, you can lose yourself. A lot of people lose themselves. You can see it on the cars, the watches, the, the parties, whatever. And yeah, I would say if you went through all those sh- shitty years and then you win, you know like, hey, it's a season. Now we're winning. Let's stay grounded and uh, continue doing this. You seem to appreciate the wins that little bit more. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. 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 I I heard a quote from uh, from Jamie Foxx, which was amazing. Um, You guys know this quote, like, it's lonely at the top. 
right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he said, it's not lonely at the top, only if you don't take people with you. Very true. Yeah. And I was like, whoa. Yeah. That's interesting. Just a simple slight change to it. And yeah. It's so great now. Take people with you. Because, yeah. um, and at Tony Robbins, I went to others like personal development things. Uh, Tony Robbins says, the quality of your life is the quality of your relationships. Yeah. And that's also so true. So true. Like money, this is, this is what I see now. Money will buy you a big mansion, but money will not buy peace in the house. No. Money can buy you any car, but money doesn't, uh, money won't buy you a, a friend that's sitting next to you in the car. Like money can buy so many things, um, the objects, but not what's inside of the objects. And I would say the great moments in life are definitely shared, shared moments. Moments when you die of laughter, which is free, right? And um, if you really want to go deep and spiritual, then if you, you're not worrying about the next heartbeat, but the moment the heart stops, everything stops, your life stops. And that's free. Like God gave you a heart. You didn't have to work for it. You didn't have to do anything to earn it. You, you just, even when you're bad, you still got a heart and it beats. So the best things in life are, are free. Yeah. And the second best things are very expensive. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what would your ideal, say you decide to go on a night out, what would your ideal night out be or look like now? Oh, no. Uh, I have my best nights out. Like, um, this is weird. This year I've been, uh, I don't know, this year I've, I've driven many supercars, stayed in the best uh, five-star resorts, hotels, uh, traveled business across the world. And I would say two weeks ago, when I came back to Bali, um, after a long trip in Europe, I was working, I felt exhausted. I wanted, back to, uh, I wanted to go back to Bali. And I went to this, uh, there's this Christian family in church and I see them as my family. And I went into their house uh, and it was such a homey vibe. Cozy, there was some jazz, lo-fi music on the background. And then uh, her daughter, she was baking cupcakes. And, and there was so much peace in the house. It was just calm. And I sat there and we were making cupcakes I was making some cupcakes uh, and normally I would never eat cupcakes because I, I'm in this mindset like, you know, performance and no sugar and this and that. So I started to eat some cupcakes, just starting to let go of that identity mm-hmm. that I made for myself. And I started to enjoy the cupcake and that moment. And I thought this beats everything. This is my happy, this, this was my happiest moment this year. Really? Just being there, making cupcakes. Yeah. That was so weird. And then I realized, wow, I think I'm maturing. I think I'm getting old. Old and wise, huh? Yeah. <laughs> we were similar when, give him a, a taste of what it's like to be around auntie and, and the family. Uh, very simple pressures, right? Like you said, like, uh, we have a Bali family here and the mm. aunties are so nice. Like, we camped with them for like the whole family, like 40 members, me and him. Um, there is a, she has like a three-year-old uh, daughter, like a coming. We go there and it's, she's like, Lee, Teja, like, and goes and hugs you, you know. 
It's like simple moments. You, yeah. you meet that Amazing. kid and like it, they don't have any filters, you know? Yeah. And they like show love, pure love. I love like that. You get that and you're like, yeah, this is an amazing moment in life. Every time we struggle to something, we just go see her face. Yeah, they all go having, you know. Nice. Yeah. Aside from TJ, yeah, a three-year-old is is my best friend in Bali. <laughs> wow, wow, that's amazing. Yeah, so those small things, man. What is the one thing you can like have right now and like don't have anything? Rest like it'll be fine. Like the people or money or. Yeah, I think. Um, well, first of all, if you, and this is, this is hard, but if you have God, then everything will be fine. Yeah. If God, if you believe and you have faith and, and God is with you with every step that you take and every valley that you're walking through and you believe God is with you, then, um, mentally and spiritually, you're fine. Like I read scriptures in the morning and those sentences, uh, scripture, like, as I said before, if he takes care of the birds, why, you know, or, okay. or things like, uh, don't worry about tomorrow because tomorrow has enough worries on its own. Like those things are, mm. are nice. So you don't, you just, yeah, live a good life. Was God always a part of your life or was it only Bro. since you took your <laughs> step back? Bro, the, uh, since last year. Last year? Last year. So yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's a pretty fun story. I was actually anti-religion. Whatever religion, I was anti. Anti-Islam, uh, anti-Christianity, anti-everything. Um, very based on, on logic or... Yeah, logic and a bit of new age. So I was, I know there was something and everyone is looking for something spiritual. And I was looking into, uh, I got into chakras, chakra healings. Oh yeah. Laying on bed, putting crystals all over my yeah, body, on my, on my chakras, yeah. um, sleeping with a crystal on your forehead. Um, then uh, Kundalini yoga, um, breath work, uh, just trying all different things aesthetic dance cacao ceremonies i was ecstatic dance yeah fun yeah we were well we were thinking of going to it is fun yeah it is fun like all those things are very fun but uh the source of my yeah i was just discovering like what's what's true to me and reading books like the cabalion reading books like uh neville goddard like books about the universe the law of vibration the law of like there are many laws of the universe and I started to study them all. And then one day, uh, I would say was pre-COVID, I went to a seminar from Tony Robbins, Date with Destiny. I know if you guys know Tony, Tony Robbins. Robbins yeah. Yeah. Yep. I went to, uh, to Florida, flew to his conference. And at the time I was a non-believer, uh, just new age practicism. And then, yeah, I, I posted something on my story. I've been devouring self-development books, like murdering them <laughs> top 100 business books top 100 marketing books top 100 finance books I, i've read them all and then i started to notice hey these are just the same lessons i want something deeper something that will satisfy me mm -hmm. so i started to uh ask my followers hey should i read the quran or should i read the bible not out of religious practices no just for information just for more wisdom so there was this poll and people started voting and sending me DMs, read, read the Quran, read the Bible, read the Quran. At that event at Tony Robbins, there was this, there was this small break and I went to the, to the Cheesecake Factory. It was my first time in the Cheesecake Factory. Great restaurant, big menu. And I was so hungry, I started ordering all those different things. And this was my first, I think second time or first time in the States. 
Man, the portions are huge, yeah, really big, <laughs> huge. Yeah. The mashed potatoes, like yeah. half your bo- uh, your your plate is full. And um, I was sitting to this older man, and I ordered too much food. I already knew it, and I tapped him on the shoulder, and I said, uh, "Hey, do you uh, do you want to share this food with me?" And he said, "Oh yeah, sure." And I didn't know he was a pastor. He was the pastor of Tony Robbins. Really? Yeah, he was a pastor sitting next to me. And uh, he w- we were just eating food. And I was on my phone, like messaging my girl at the time. And then suddenly he turned to me and he said, hey, can I activate you? <laughs> what? He said, activate. What? Activate. Can I activate you? It's like, uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> right? New age. Love it. Universe. Yeah. Yes. Activate me. Whatever that means. So he turned to me and uh, we held hands. And in the middle of the restaurant, he started to pray for me. And this was a Christian prayer at the time. Like, uh, Lord, I thank you for my brother here that he's sitting next to me. And I felt this fatherly love from him. Um, my, my father was pretty distant in my youth, in my past. Uh, and, and, and I felt this fatherly love. And I, and I thought like, whoa, he's so kind and sweet to me. Like he says like, for my brother here, like take care of him and like, we just met. Like, you're so friendly. It's insane. And while I was closing my eyes and he was doing that prayer, I just felt, I could compare it to my mushroom experience. I felt, you, you know, you see those patterns. I don't know if you know, you, you guys probably. No, we haven't done it yet. Uh, <laughs> no mushrooms? I've, th- I've thought about it, but I'm... Okay. I'm a- well, if, you, if you're on the mushrooms or you're, you're smoking weed. Oh, yeah, I've done that. Yeah. With weed, like, you have to smoke a lot of weed to feel that, but you see those patterns. So when you close your eyes, you see patterns. And I, and I felt this presence behind my eyes and I couldn't, I didn't know what it was, but I, it was tangible. It was there. While he was praying, it was so strong, that presence. And I thought, whoa, what is this? And at the end of the prayer, I said, what was that? Like, you definitely activated me, but what was (laughs) that? How did you do this? (laughs) What was that? And um, yeah, now I know that's, that's the Holy Spirit. As they say it in the Bible, that's the Holy Spirit coming into you or... I, I could I could sense something. So from that moment, I thought, hey, uh, I asked if I should read the Quran or the Bible. Well, now this comes on my path. Mm-hmm. Maybe I should read the Bible because there's a, suddenly a Christian pastor next to me. So I'm going to read the Bible. Um, so I, I, I read the Bible. I started looking for, for scriptures, download the Bible app. And there's this, but I still I, I wasn't still into like, you know, Jesus or like God, it was from a practical perspective. I wanted, you know, my motivation was just to acquire more wisdom. Mm-hmm. And there was this one sentence in Matthew uh, chapter seven, verse seven, and it says, ask and you shall receive. And I thought, hey, it's like law of attraction. The Bible is amazing. Um, and yeah, it says like, ask and you shall receive. Uh, knock and the door will be opened. Um, seek and you shall find and I read that in the morning then I went to the gym and I put put on this Carl Cox two hour techno mix nice yeah love love techno yeah. in the gym just pumping smashing it and I've been going to techno festivals listening to it for like four or five years suddenly in the middle of this mix uh, at like one hour thirty or something 
I hear that ex exact scripture that I read in the morning. So suddenly I hear this female voice in a techno mix where there are no vocals. I hear a female voice saying, ask and you shall find, knock and you, and the door shall be opened. Seek and you shall find, like ask and you shall receive. Like Fuck I man. heard that and I got goosebumps all over me. Like what, what is this? Did you get freaked out a little? Or yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And at that moment I realized because I was already spiritual and I, and I had this connection with the universe because everything that I wanted, I got. Like I want a successful business, okay. I want to make a million with my business, okay. Within nine months, boom, a million with your business. Like I wanted all those things. So I felt this connection with the universe already, but now I felt it was not the universe. I felt like this was pretty personal. It was like I was anti-Christian, anti-Islam and anti-everything. And now I felt God was calling me. I was not reaching out to him. I didn't need God. Like everything was fine in my life. But he reached out to me. He was giving me the signs and leading me, like putting the pastor next to me, putting those verses in that song. Like I, I felt it was very personal. And now I'm slowly starting to see, hey, yeah, if I look at my life now that, I, that I'm walking with God, I'm in church, I'm serving, uh, my life has changed because of it. It's not because I wanted it, but he, he has it, a purpose. Who is your calling? Yeah. As they say, yeah. Yeah. And where do you think that could end up leading you? Or are you just go oh. again, go with the journey and, and see where it goes? Um, well, I would love to use the skills that I have, that I used in this world. Uh, so marketing, public speaking. I would love to use those skills uh, in church, meaning preaching mm -hmm. um i know I've, i still have to discover i'm still pretty newbie yes. but uh, if i look at the pastor i'm like whoa that's a that's a male role model like that's cool i would love to grow into that uh, but at the same time like i'm not perfect but none nope, nope, yeah no one is perfect except jesus um but yeah i see myself growing growing there like not because i wanted wanted it but because yeah, God probably wants it. Yeah, it's really cool because you can even see the excitement in your face when you're talking. You're like, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. We like to see that. Like, I mean, like in general, it's 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 that you're so happy in that what you find. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it seems like you're in the right path right now to find whatever you. One part of the, of me is like, okay, is it just because I want to do it out of ego, pride? Like, I want to speak in front of people. I want to be mm -hmm. the number one ex and have this big congregation and this and that or is it uh because god has a purpose for me like that's that's the thing that i'm deciding because it's a very thin line because of course you want it you want to become a speaker yeah or at least i want to become a speaker i want to have a big audience um but i have to discern for myself hey is it coming from from god like it's actually my purpose because i believe we have a purpose or is it because i want it because if it's just me then uh, there's this prayer, God, um, thy will be done. Like we as humans always want to do things our own way. Mm -hmm. We want to uh, make money and we want to do this and that. But I believe not everyone is supposed to go into a certain way because we, if we all follow the same road, we're all going to drive Ferraris and yeah. we're all going to, you know, pop bottles in the club. Mm -hmm. It's it's not supposed to be that way, but Instagram made it in a certain way that, that this is the image of success. And now we all want uh, PJs and we all want this and that. Uh, but I believe God has a purpose for everyone. 
And that purpose could be something small as well. You know what's weird? Um, I've been I've been giving advice to people. If you have a, of course you can give advice to someone. I always use this example uh, in this movie, Catch Me If You Can. Great yeah. movie. Um, at the end when he got caught, eventually people asked him, hey, how did you teach? Uh, he taught something. Um, he was at a university and gave a full full on class to the people there. And people wondered like, how did you do that? Because you, you didn't even study the subject. So how did you do that? And he says, uh, oh, I was just one chapter ahead of them. That was nice. it. So I think for the same concept in life, you could, uh, if you have a four pack, like it's not a six pack and like your body fat is not like 8%, but you have a four pack, you could give someone who is obese, you could give him some pretty good advice, right? Of course. But um, at the same time, I, I don't want to be the five tips for success and three mm -hmm. tips for a better relationship because I assume that I know it all, but I don't. I'm discovering everything just just like most people. And I feel that the content on social media, which you, which you see now is uh, everyone giving out advice. And advice, I would say, is the least thing we need in this society because everyone subconsciously knows what they need to do. You were talking about the editing stuff, right? You know what to do. Yeah. Let's be honest, you know, you know it. Uh, you know exactly what to do, actually. It's just, um, instead of the advice that I would give you, I could, I could sit here, I could say, okay, you do a uh, number one, um, you know, use WeTransfer for the, for the larger files. Number two, find a deal. Number three, this is how you set up a contract. You kind of know. The dynamic would be like me telling you what to do, but you know what to do. And I would say what is more powerful and more human would be, hey, I can, I can see that it's uh, the editing stuff for this podcast is pretty overwhelming to you. And it seems like a, like a hurdle. Um, but I am confident that you know what to do. But uh, yeah, how are, you, how are you feeling about it? Like, how are you dealing with that? Like, how do you feel when you go through uh, unresolved issues? Like, how are you going to deal with that? And, and I'm just curious about your mindset. And do you need any support with that? Like, that's more human. And that's actually mm. what we need. We need someone to, to, to ask, hey, how are you doing? And how are you dealing with that? With the breakup? Because everyone is going to say, oh, uh, bro, it's going to be fine. Mm -hmm. when you were going through your breakup, probably, right? It's going to be fine. Just hit the gym. We're going to go out. Like, you kind of know what to do, yeah. but you just want someone that, that takes his time out of his day and, and says, like, hey, Lee, how are you doing? Yeah. Like, how are you managing? It's a little bit of empathy. Right? Yeah. That makes it so much more personal and makes people feel so much more maybe at ease. Yeah. Like, and I think it's a very fine thing to find. I don't think, uh, I presume everybody has the potential to have it, but there's some people that can display it in a, in a very, very, very good way. And I kind of love seeing that because it restores a little bit of faith in humanity where it's kind of like somebody takes the time of their day to just be like, hey, yeah, you okay? Which is the like, legacy. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like you, you never forget that person. No. And that's what I've learned in the, in the crisis and, and things going down. I've learned that so if i if let's say you lose 50 grand but you learn that lesson is it worth it for sure it was a 50 grand investment <laughs> so way more way more <laughs> no but i mean it was a 50 grand oh investment yeah in that yeah, yeah the roi is good yeah, yeah yeah return on investment is good yeah for sure
Yeah, I mean, uh, I would say yes, for sure, because when somebody talks about their problem, they're already figuring out the solution in their head when they're talking about it. I think yeah. in a way they know how to, what to do and what not to do. Yeah. I think it'll help them when, while they're talking about it. Yeah. I feel like it because yeah. even though if I have ever have a problem, if I'm talking through with somebody, I, I think um, in a way I can know what I'm doing wrong there. Yeah. You know, like yeah. you said, exactly. There's this example. I was... um. Um, I was getting slandered, slandered by uh, by uh, media in uh, in the Netherlands because um, I spend a lot of money on ads, so it's pretty annoying to pop on every time. Like, um, so I get that, and then, but there was so much false information, uh, injustice, um, yeah, just false information out there, like yeah, just wrong, and it felt unfair. And then uh, a lot of people like it had a million million views within uh, within a day or two, and so many people send me DMs and WhatsApp messages. And ninety nine percent of all those messages were like, "Oh, bro, just negative publicity is good publicity, and you know you will rise." And 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 giving me the solutions. Mm-hmm. And that's when I realized, like in that valley, I, I realized, hey, no one actually wants solutions. No one wants advice because if they want it they would ask it ask for it like i don't want advice i know what to do i know it will be okay i know uh publicity is good blah blah, blah. but i never felt more alone in that moment while there were so many people messaging me i had thousands of people messaging me like this and that and this and that and support uh bringing support and i know in their heart they they mean well and they want to support, but those anecdotal one-liners with, you know, it's not helping me. Yeah. And I know, um, and there was no one actually, like, not really. Only, only, only my my ex-girlfriend, but no one actually asking, like, "Hey, how are you doing?" No one. Yeah. Everyone gave me the solution. So that's when I learned the hard way. Wow, I have been doing that to other people. I have always been the solution guy. And now I know how it feels from the other side. Like God has wonder, yeah, wonderful ways to teaching you certain mm-hmm. things. And I learned from the other, yeah, from the other side now, ah, this is how you feel. So you can be there for someone and give them advice, but they still might feel unsupported by you. And I never grasped that concept. I thought, okay, I'm here. I'm giving you advice. I'm here for you, right? I'm supporting you. No, it doesn't work that way. Scooby gang, Scooby gang. X-Max gang. <laughs> <laughs> That's been this week's episode. Boys and girls, thank you very much for taking the time out of your day to listen to us. On behalf of myself and TJ, Joe, we would like to thank you for taking your time out of your day. Thank, thank you. you. Yeah. Peace out. It's been an absolute pleasure. Boys and girls, until next week. Booyakashi.